This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Talking Reds baseball today on this Thursday, August 4th with MLB.com's Phil Rogers. He is uh, covering all things NL Central, and Phil is uh, pinch hitting today for Mark Sheldon. So, Phil, we certainly appreciate the time. A lot to uh, get to today. We're just hours removed from the Reds' uh, 7 nothing victory over the Cardinals in today's rubber game at Great American Ballpark. We're going to talk about that and about the uh, performance in particular of Brandon Finnegan just in a couple of minutes. But first and foremost, the big newsmaker this week, without question, the trade of Jay Bruce. He ends up going to the New York Mets, and the Reds getting a pretty nice package back in return. So kind of a two-part question here, Phil. Uh, Bruce had that uh, red-hot streak heading into the trade deadline, a very well-timed hot streak, if you will, homered in five straight games to tie a franchise record. So how much did that streak enhance his trade value? And then uh, how much do you like the package in return that the Reds got back from the New York Mets? Well, Matt, the, uh, the issue or the, the, the uh, always going to be the distinction from this trade is that Jay Bruce became the first player ever traded while leading his league at RBI. Um, it, when you look at it that way, you know, I think you could understand people not maybe not thinking that the Reds got enough in this deal, but when it the way it shook out, it looked like Brandon Nemo, the Mets prospect, was going to be the biggest piece going back, but it wound up being um, a second baseman, Dilson Herrera. I like Herrera a lot. Um, I, I saw him um, early last year, a time last year, um, when Daniel Murphy was on the disabled list. He came up from Double A. Uh, and he's a very competitive hitter, a, a top of a top of the order type guy. And whenever the Reds are ready to phase out Brandon Phillips, they they will have a replacement part. Uh, they also get a, a left-handed pitcher who was one of the top hundred picks in the 2015 draft. Um, so he, he's got the kind of an arm that teams look for. Uh, so you know, I I think they did wind up turning Jay Bruce. Uh, into useful parts, uh, it sure took a long time to do it. But, you know, I, I think if Herrera pans out for a, a rental on uh, two months of Jay Bruce, it'll be a nice return. Yeah, certainly, and that's a great stat that I didn't even realize about Jay Bruce, the first player ever dealt uh, when at the time of the deal, leading the league in RBIs. That's quite the eye-opener. So maybe a win-win uh, here as the the Reds getting back a nice package and if Bruce can have uh, anything resembling the impact that Yoenis Cespedes had for the Mets last year then they will certainly be happy uh, in and around City Field no question uh Phil one guy that did not get dealt uh, to his surprise a little bit and to most people's surprise I would think Zach Cozart who's currently uh banged up a little bit but Cozart quoted as saying that uh, you know he was surprised that the trade deadline came and went he still found himself in a in a red uniform were you surprised that Cozart was not dealt? Yeah, a, a 
little bit surprised. There were a lot of players around baseball that uh, were, were on the blocks and weren't traded. Uh, in Chicago, you know, the White Sox had half a dozen, including Todd Frazier, the former Red. Only one year left. The White Sox talking about rebuilding. You would have thought he would have been a guy that would have been moved. Cozart's a little bit different because, the, you know, the Reds are going to have him under control uh, for a while yet. Uh, a very productive offensive player. Seattle seemed like a match. Um, you know, they had lost Kettle Marte to injury. They're hanging around the uh, edges of the American League wildcard race, what looks like a very good race. Um, I thought Cozart was a fit, and the team seemed to be engaged in, uh, you know, serious talks for a long amount of time before the deadline. Normally, um, you know, there can a, a situation like that will lead to a deal, but uh, it, it did not in this one. And, you know, it won't be the Reds' last chance to trade that Cozart, who, uh, to his credit, has had a, a very good year this year. He's uh, came up, he was considered a glove man, and he sort of emerged as a hitter. Uh, needs to stay healthy for a full season. And, and you know, as timing would have it, after that trade, he, he's been sidelined with a bruised finger. So, you know, I, I think Cozart's health's an issue. But I, I like everybody else, I did think he was headed to the Mariners. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. A lot of people had him penciled uh, for somewhere out of town, no doubt. But uh, here it is, the first week in August. He is still a Cincinnati Red. And, Phil, on the topic of uh, trades and guys uh, that were brought back in big trades, you go back to one year ago, the Reds dealing Johnny Cueto to the Kansas City Royals. In return, they get a guy back by the name of uh, Brandon Finnegan. And, boy, did he look good today as the Reds defeat the Cardinals 7-0 to win the rubber game of that series. And Finnegan, again, uh, six scoreless, uh, gave up one hit. And he's now put together 12 scoreless innings in his last two starts combined. You know, uh, as far as Finnegan goes, Phil, the talent's always been there. That's been unquestioned. But do you think he's finally starting to turn the corner in terms of consistency, which has kind of eluded him thus far in his big league career? Well, maybe, but in 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 uh, his defense, what a career he's had. I mean, he was drafted in 2014, uh, wound up pitching uh, in the World Series that year, pitched in the College World Series and the Major League World Series uh, the same year. So he was rushed through the minor leagues. Uh, and then with the Royals, they didn't seem to really ever give him a, a, a real shot in the rotation. They always had guys like uh, Danny Duffy ahead of him. Uh, you know, they, they brought him up as a bullpen piece. Chris, the White Sox did that with Chris Sale, but then they moved him right into the rotation and left him. The, uh, the Royals, instead of doing that with Finnegan, they uh, used him in a trade, uh, helped them get to the, their second World Series. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think – just repetitions and innings, and, you know, right off the bat this year, you know, Finnegan took a no-hitter into the sixth inning at Wrigley Field and, and showed right from the start that, you know, when he's throwing his, his uh, breaking pitch, his slider over the plate uh, with his fastball, he he's, has uh, a world of potential. And, yeah, I, I think he has built off it. It's been a... Uh, you know, maybe a little bit of a roller coaster up and down year, but that's what you expect with young pitching. And I, and it's not like he came to the Reds as a guy that had been um, had gone stale elsewhere in a system. He he was just used in some uh, 
kind of some short-term ways uh, at a point in his career where normally the, the thinking is long-term. Yeah, no question. And you brought up uh, that start against the Cubs at Wrigley Field uh, all the way back in April, and I think it's worth noting that his two uh, outings this year where he gave up just the one hit, both against the Cardinals today and against the Cubs, so two of the very best in all of baseball. So that's certainly encouraging and hopefully a sign of what's to come down the road for Brandon Finnegan. Like I said, two consecutive starts of six innings and uh, no runs given up. Phil, though, on the other end of that pitching spectrum for this team, Cody Reed really continues to struggle. Another uh, highly touted prospect, but he is still searching for that first career win uh, after falling to 0-6 and I believe eight career starts, the ERA north of seven. And I know that you know, a lot of times when you see a young guy struggle like this out of the gate, the the first thing to do or the first reaction you have is to send him back down to AAA. But Brian Price, though, has taken a different stand on this. He says, you know what, he's not going to benefit, he's not going to gain from going back to AAA. He's got to work things out at this level, at the, the very best level, the major league level. Some people disagree. Uh, what side of the fence are you on here? Yeah, I, you know, this is not a, uh, a team that's pushing to make the playoffs. Um, so, you know, the, um, the pressure to perform is pretty much the same, whether, you, whether you're in AAA or the major leagues, when you're, when you're on a team that is not, um, you know, in a playoff hunt. What's different is the, the, the uh, caliber of the hitters you're facing. And I agree. I mean, you've got to have success against the best hitters to gain your confidence. Obviously, uh, within the organization, there's a feeling that Cody Reed has the toughness to take some lumps. That's what you know. You'd worry about uh, will a guy continuing to hit his head against the wall lose his confidence? Will that hurt his development? Clearly, the the Reds uh, Brian Price feels this is a hard-headed guy, and he's right that the only way a, a pitcher is going to get, gain the confidence that his stuff will work against big league hitters is to see the stuff work against big league hitters. So, uh, you know, he's gambling in the next in the next three or four starts, which is all he would have been able to make in AAA uh, this being August, that in those three or four starts uh, something will click. One particular matchup, you know, he'll have a couple of left-handed hitters in a row come up and he will bury them and that that will uh, sort of, flip the switch and all of a sudden you know he will feel like a, a guy that should be pitching in, in the big league so I totally understand the thinking uh, and the key to whether it works or not um, is really the mental toughness that Reed has it was the easier thing is to send him out but if he's a mentally tough guy uh, this will be good for him yeah it'll be very good and I mean it's one thing for a guy who's say a 10-year veteran to go through a struggle like this when they have a track record of success but for a guy Reed's age and with little experience and with no track record of success, it makes that that mental anguish uh, that much more to know that you have no confidence to draw from, at least from a major league success standpoint. So it's an uphill battle right now for Cody Reed. But like you said, he is proving himself to be kind of a, a mentally tough kid. He's going to work himself through this, and hopefully that success will come sooner rather than later. And, Phil, uh, one aspect of the team I want to really touch on that hasn't gotten a lot of, lot of press, at least not – mainstream maybe in Cincy though but uh, the work of the bullpen I mean in talking to uh, Mark Sheldon our our MLB.com reporter for the Reds uh, earlier this season you know we we spent every week talking about how bad the bullpen was quite frankly but now I mean I'm not saying that they're the, the 2015 Royals but it's been much improved and I think the two guys at the the front of that have been Michael Lorenzen 
and Mike and uh, Rysel Iglesias. And Iglesias, a guy that really intrigues me, he was the opening day starter for this team. Uh, he gets hurt, and then they place him in the bullpen upon returning. Well, he all he's done is put together uh, 20 consecutive scoreless innings uh, as a reliever. So do the Reds feel that he's found a permanent home uh, in that bullpen, or do they feel that, you know what, uh, he's clearly got his stuff back, his mojo, his confidence, and we don't want to waste him, quote-unquote. That's not the right word. But we don't want to waste him in the bullpen. We want to get him back in that rotation. What do you think the line of thinking is here regarding Iglesias? I think he's going to be in the bullpen uh, for a while. I mean, it doesn't mean he can't move into the rotation. I look at uh, guys like uh, Kenny Rogers at the start of his career, Pedro Martinez at the start of his career. You know, you can be a, you can be a guy with uh, really good stuff and to spend uh, – two or three years in the major leagues kind of learning your craft as a reliever uh, does not limit your long-term potential. And, it, you know, you actually could be conserving yourself. And, I, you know, I think the Reds are smart to value the seventh and eighth innings. Um, you know, not that they didn't value them in the past, but, you know, they've had a really hard time, uh, as you and Mark talked about, finding guys that could get a lead to the closer, uh, when that was a role as Chapman, they just couldn't seem to do it. And, and post-Chapman, same thing. Uh, and th- that is a quick way to improve your team. I know the last time the Reds were at Wrigley Field to play the Cubs, people in the Cubs clubhouse were talking about how uh, the Reds are becoming a tough team to play, that that, that lineup, uh, especially the top six hitters in the lineup, are, are no fun for the pitchers. Uh, and then you get you can get down to some uh, uncomfortable events at the end of the game. Lorenzen, you know, is, is, has a perfect reliever arm. You know, he's that perfect power arm that everybody's looking for uh, to find to build a bullpen around. So uh, he and Iglesias could be, you know, they could they could really be pieces that help the Reds get turned around. And it doesn't mean that. Uh, they're not going to have, in Iglesias' case, probably especially, not, doesn't mean he's not going to have a, uh, a long, successful career as a starter, but this could be a nice way to ease into it. Yeah, and that's a great comparison you made with the career trajectory of uh, Pedro Martinez, the way that he started out uh, with the L.A. Dodgers. We saw what he became, a Hall of Famer, of course. And in my humble, humble opinion, there will never be another Pedro, but we have heard in the past, the recent past, uh, some comparisons between – Iglesias and Pedro, uh, the makeup, the arm, the electricity. Uh, do you kind of see that too? Are, is there some? Are there some flashes of Pedro Martinez when you watch Iglesias sometimes? Well, I, you know, I, I think uh, Pedro gets brought up a lot when when somebody has an electric arm and they're they're not. It's not packaged in Nolan Ryan's body. Uh, Marcus Stroman comes to mind. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's a it's a natural, easy uh, comparison to make, uh, and and a flattering one to the guys it, it gets made to. Uh, but you know, I, I think we should let Iglesias play out. And this is a guy um, who had success in Cuba before uh, he came to the major leagues. Um, so he has his own identity. I don't think he has to be Pedro. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a very uh, that's a very tough comparison to put any you know young pitcher under an all time great like Pedro Martinez. But so far, so good for uh, Rice the Glacius. Like I said, over twenty innings of scoreless ball out of that Reds bullpen. He has uh, helped completely turn that thing around. 
in what was once a very beleaguered Reds bullpen. Uh, Phil Rogers, we appreciate the time uh, filling in this week on this Thursday, and we will certainly talk again soon. In the meantime, Matt Waymeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Cincinnati Reds. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.